A viral video displays blatant racism at Arizona State University. The racism is directed towards two white students and it's perpetrated by students in, of color. But some people are saying that it's not racist because it's taking place in the multicultural space, whatever that means. We're going to delve into that. We're going to break it down, give our commentary. We're going to play the video, not all of it because it's kind of long, but we're going to give a detailed and in-depth discussion about the whole thing. Then we're going to delve into an interview segment from Megyn Kelly's show in which she interviews Tucker Carlson and lets him know that the Anti-Defamation League wants him off of the air. And Tucker Carlson responds in a way that maybe more of us should respond to these sorts of things more frequently. Maybe we should take a page from Tucker Carlson's book with how he responds to accusations of being racist. And then finally, we're going to discuss an interesting fashion statement by Rihanna. She's wearing a shirt that leads us to believe that she might be a little bit more based than we originally thought. And she's wearing that shirt in New York, of all places. We're going to get into that and analyze all of that and see what it means or possibly means. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Like always, if you hear something that we talk about on the show that you know somebody would be interested in, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. Um, I think we could do the episode segments in the order in which I yeah. did it in the intro, the uh, ASU situation, yeah. and then the Tucker segment, uh, well, the Tucker interview with Megyn Kelly segment. Perfect it, response. Perfect <laughs> response. And then we could uh, wrap it up with uh, Rihanna, who... Just a disclaimer before we even get into that whole thing. I'm not a big fan of Rihanna, so it's sort of nice that it's sort of nice to have the opportunity to display our ob objectivity on certain no. situations. Like if you look at like Nicki Minaj, who I'm also not a fan of, then this Rihanna situation, who I'm also not a fan of, you see that we're doing something that many journalists nowadays aren't doing and no. that's displaying objectivity like listen yeah i don't rock with uh, i don't normally rock with Nicki minaj i don't normally rock with rihanna but these particular situations these particular instances yeah. i like what they're doing yeah and i don't see why that's so hard for the mainstream media to be able to do that as yeah. well you or know? with people really because mm -hmm. like people really have a hard time compartmentalizing something as simple as an artist yeah okay you don't like the artist but do you like the person 
and, or and, you don't like the person, but do you like the artist? And, it, and even if like like compartmentalizing is hard for you, I still don't get why you can't just look at things with an objective lens. Yeah, you know, it's it's like okay, well, yeah, this is what the situation is, and these are the facts about it yeah. versus. Oh well, it doesn't fit your narrative. It doesn't fit your agenda. It doesn't fit your bias. So you want to do all these mental gymnastics, and that's what we get a lot. No. Uh, so I, I just thought that it would be good to throw that out there because, you know, in, in recent episodes today with the Rihanna one, and then recently we covered Nicki Minaj. It's like that's a, a nice opportunity to show that objectivity. And, yeah. You know, it, and I guess sometimes we don't get those because. You know, a lot of times you find yourself talking about people you rock with. It's like, oh, well, you talk highly of Kanye because you're a Kanye fan. Yeah. Or you talk highly of this person because you're you're uh, a Tucker fan or whatever the case. And sure, th- that may be the case, but there's still examples and displays of being objective on both sides people that we don't necessarily rock with. i remember us talking about trump getting booed for 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 the vaccine comment and we we're like yeah as he should have or yeah. at least as the people should have done yeah so we, we for that particular thing yeah yeah, yeah. A- absolutely so uh in the first segment uh the situation at uh arizona state university you have Two white students, male white students, they seem to be studying, chilling, uh, doing homework in the multicultural space is what they seem to call it in the video. And one of the students has a sticker on his laptop that says, police lives matter. Minding his business, he's not bothering anybody, neither is his friend that's with him. And his friend has a shirt on that says I didn't vote for Biden. Yeah. <laughs> so already there's, you know, a little bit of a of a political picture being painted there yeah. and they happen to be white. So they're approached while they're minding their own business, they're approached by these girls who later in the video reveals one seems to be like black but she's light-skinned and then the other one seems like she could be like hispanic or or maybe um uh uh native native american i don't know if that's the right way to say it these days indigenous native american whatever a fucking indian savages a a, a, a savage Build what? a fucking wall. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> but but what, so whatever, whatever, whatever she is, yeah. she needs to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, <not laughs> this episode went downhill fast. <laughs> we just started saying the most fucked up shit about them. <laughs> We're sorry. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is today's episode. <laughs> no, but but whatever, whatever. So they they approach they approach the the guys as as they're minding their own business. And they start uh, essentially harassing them about the sticker that he has on his laptop, how it makes them not feel safe, even though it's a sticker, uh, inanimate object that can't do anything to you. It cannot hurt you. But apparently in in this multicultural space, stickers are very dangerous. Yeah. And, and certain wearing, type of stickers. Yeah. And then as they approach him about it and they start they start harassing him about it, he um, 
mentions how they have a similar sticker on their laptop just of a different philosophy if you will and i'm imagining he's meaning like a black lives matter sticker since he has a police lives matter sticker um and then the situation sort of starts to escalate from there they tell them that they would like the 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 girls of color tell the white guys that they would like them to leave that multicultural space that because that space is for them and that's the only space that they have that's just for them so essentially uh perpetuating segregation um so this is a real regressive shit here um and that's sort of the 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 stage i'm setting the stage for the video that i'm, I'm about to play which i hope i'm doing a very good job because yeah. i i find myself like a lot of times in 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 these segments i try to do the best job that i possibly can with setting the stage because it's audio yeah you know so no you do a very good job because you literally that's exactly what happened one thing which you'll hear them say in the video this is the thing about about these these uh, school kids and these environments and with with that type of logic, which you'll see when when she says or here, yeah, or here, yeah. Um, this is the type of violence we're we, we're sub, uh, subject to, and it's like there's the way they like define or use words and re basically redefine the word really. Yeah, violence, violence. Why? Because he has he he a shirt that says he didn't he he uh, didn't vote for Biden, because the other guy has a sticker that says, um, "Police lives matter." Th- there's nothing violent about that, but you guys redefine a word to make it fit your narrative and to make it look way worse than it is, which it isn't. It's not bad yeah. that they have that, and, and it's a really weird sense of entitlement that a person has. That you feel that you have the right to walk up and accost somebody when they're minding their own business. It really makes you wonder what these girls have been taught. Yeah. And, and you know, if stuff like this continues, is like, what, what does the future hold? So uh, let me start off the video. That's a one minute of a seven minute video. Well, seven minute and 40 second video, which is just entirely too long to play. Um, And then there's a lot of filler, for lack of a better word, in there. Like a lot of just dead air at at certain moments. So it's really not worth playing the whole thing. But essentially what ends up happening after that is 
one of the white students gets up. He seems like he's pretty much tired of what's going on. And then he says, you know, I work so many hours a week and I go to school. My parents don't give me money for college because there's and and it, it, it was good that he said that because there's this notion that you you see quite often displayed with people well these sorts of people that would accost uh uh these these students is like oh well because you're white you're privileged yeah and and so he sort of in a way like sort of trying to bridge that gap like listen i'm I work. My parents didn't yeah. give me money for college. I'm just trying to make it in the world just like you are. Yeah. And, um, you know, obviously that, that goes right over their head. They don't care about that. He ends up leaving. Then the, the other student, the one that said he didn't vote for Biden, um, he stays a little bit longer. But then towards the end, he ends up leaving. And then at the end, the the girl that's filming the whole thing essentially gives... Uh, a monologue about why she had to do that and why it's important to let people know that you know that's a multicultural space and the college shouldn't be protecting students like that which is totally false because what I learned later on about reading uh, about uh, from reading about that particular situation is uh, when Arizona State University was asked about that situation. They didn't think there was anything wrong with it. They actually said that, oh, this is students just disagreeing. But would they have felt and thought the same way if it was white students telling students of color, oh, hey, you got to get out of here? Hell no. They would have they would expel those students immediately. Oh, yeah. That's a that's a it's a very weird just very Marxist way yeah. of operating. Oh, that's another thing, too. You get to wear Marxist shirt. You get to wear Black Lives Matter shirt. You get to wear woke shirts. You get to wear fuck Trump shirts. But the instant someone wears a I didn't vote for Biden shirt, the instant someone says blue lives matter, the instant someone says, oh, I like capitalism and has a shirt that might say that, you flip your fucking top. What type of double standard is that shit? Like, and... I mean, if someone wants to wear whatever they want to wear, let them wear it. I don't... I, when people wear the Che Guevara shirts, all, as disgusting as that motherfucker is, you have the right to wear that. But you kind of also shit on yourself because, like, that's not something that he would have been down for if you yeah. really think about it. You bought that shirt I'll in never the capitalist for, system. I'll, I'll, I'll never forget <laughs> one year you and I, and well, actually a bunch of our friends, we went to Six Flags, and there was a guy with a Che Guevara shirt that had... The Flash Pass. So for people that don't know what the Flash Pass yes. is, at Six Flags Great America, it's essentially a pass that you can buy. It's a device that allows you to skip the long lines. It's pricey. It's pretty expensive because we recently went with Big Vince yeah. and we bought the Flash Pass and it was great. I loved it. And yeah. I, was, I was cracking all sorts of jokes. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's so nice to not have to wait in the line with these peasants yeah. and all type of shit. You know, but just it was just joking. But what's funny is back then when we couldn't afford a Flash Pass, yeah. we see a guy with a, a, a Che Guevara shirt who Che Guevara is a known communist yeah. uh, you know, in history <laughs> yeah, <right>? um, uh, 
with a flash pass passing everybody in line. So essentially the pinnacle of what capitalism is essentially yeah. the theme park is selling you this thing <laughs> at, at a high cost so that you don't have to wait in line like everybody else. That is, it would be hard to find yeah. a better example of what capitalism is. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, you want a privilege. You want something better. You want a better experience. Pay this much more. Yeah. And guess what? You don't have to wait in the line. You could take ride the ride, get off, and jump right back to the front of the line yeah. if you want to. And, oh. and this yeah. guy who was wearing a Che Guevara shirt had the flash pass and back then we noticed that and it was and it just it's just so funny because back then we had we were the, much the, younger the, the philosophical yeah. fortitude to see what a hypocrite this yeah. guy was even though we were not in the position we are now where because back then we couldn't afford a fucking flash pass yeah yeah we had to wait in line more soup please like the peasants <laughs> And I'm like, I can't stand you fucking people. I can't wait to I can buy that fucking flash pass. <laughs> but, Hell no. but exactly. So like dude is just riding the ride or oh, getting off. Motherfucker could probably ride 10 times yeah. for, for our one time. You know, the thing is, he wasn't paying his fair share. And I don't understand why. He right. could have shared that watch exactly amongst the community. Yeah, he could have rode and then passed the flash pass down uh, and then flash pass. And, oh, but guess what? It would equal nothing yeah. because everybody would still be in a fucking line. <laughs> Capitalism, ladies and gentlemen. Capitalism. Yeah. But that's the point. Is like is <laughs> like it's it's a, a total total hypocrisy. But it's easy to wear a Che Guevara shirt and rock with Che Guevara. Oh, my my professor said Che Guevara was a good guy. Oh man, the people at the the hip coffee shop yeah. down the street from where I live in Yuppie Scumville, they they sell the shirt there. So yeah. you know it's cool, it's hip. Yeah, it's easy to 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 rock with it in, in a in a nice comfortable environment. But please. By all means, ask a Cuban how they feel about that motherfucker. Please, by all means, go to Cuba. Live yeah. there. Yeah. So, so that's that's the thing. Uh, and and going back to your point is like, yeah, hundred percent. You have the right to wear it. Yeah. You having the right to wear it. Let don't confuse that with having the the wherewithal to debate me on this exactly. shit because like you'll get destroyed. No. But yeah, that's your right to wear. It. Also, at the same time, though, why do you display and such disdain and are so loud and boisterous when somebody else is wearing something that you disagree with? And that's what's important about this thing. And it kind of coincides with what Jason Whitlock said on uh, the recent episode of Tucker Carlson, where he was talking about this particular situation. And he was saying... You know what? I don't even blame those kids. He's like, you know who I blame? He's like, I blame the men. He's like, where are the men in this country that are standing up to this type of stuff? Like, honestly, like, where are the men on that campus that are like, listen, that's a display of racism. And if the shoe was on the other foot, you'd want to expel these kids. So maybe some sort of disciplinary action is, is called for here. Yeah. You know, or or where are the the men that'll be like, nah, you know what? I'm you're not going to that school anymore. I'm taking you out. Fuck that school. Yeah. Because if they're gonna treat you like like, 
or 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 just the men that are are teaching the the proper philosophy about life we're losing these battles with government because we're willing to be like oh well everyone else is doing it no fuck you i'm not going to do it you know and and, and people forget like you no know, you have your own set of rights and you have to fight for those rights like you have to because these institutions these people are going to act like this is normal like no right. this is a multicultural get the fuck out or or you kind of stand your ground like those those guys did they ended up leaving but they still stood their ground for a while like what are you they recorded and and now it's a viral moment and and it shows the contradiction that these people are like yeah because by all intents and purposes like these people think that they're doing something like the girls really thought that they're doing something oh look 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 we made a move you just made yourself look like or yourselves look like the dumb fucks that you are and the walking contradictions that you are because yeah you care like it, it, you didn't play that part in the video because it was like past like the minute mark where she's like ah, I worked for this for this room uh, to be multicultural for five years you're in college for five years what are you doing I'd like to know and also, you're working on a room in a in a in a college, like that. Like, that's a a big accomplishment to yeah. you. Like, it, it's what do you a, own? It, like, <laughs> and then to even, if you think about it, what a bureaucratical. Well, bureaucratical is not a word. What a bureaucratic leap that is. Five years to get a room in a building you don't own. You don't. You don't own the room. And it's just a room. So it's like it was this huge feat for you to get, what, a place that, like, every college has? Yeah. So you own oh, land. Because <laughs> it's titled the multicultural room, the multicultural space. It's so, it's so ridiculous. And it's scary to think that, well, this is what people are being taught. And this is what, you know, people are, are being uh, uh, validated and rewarded for. Yeah, well... That's the thing. Like, there's the people that that uh, this is what this is what happens in the culture of everybody gets a trophy. You really think you accomplished something? No, you didn't, bitch. You don't own shit. This is not your building. No one cares. When you're gone, no one will ever think about you in this place. You didn't accomplish anything, because how what how does this amount to you changing someone's life? Because you made them feel safe in their little safe space. Oh, they're so safe. The world's not a safe place. If what anything, are you talking about? There's, one can make the argument that you hurt these people by giving them a false sense of safety in a world that doesn't operate like that. Yeah, yeah. And to me, it's like, well, you're you're not getting it. Like, like it was that, that, that uh, what was the song name, actually? That Kanye song uh, where he had that video with his dad. Uh, it was off uh, Jesus is King, right? Yeah, fuck, I forgot the name of it. Well, anyway, follow God. Follow God, yeah. Like there was a there was a part, and I'd like to read that. Hold on, let me see. Follow God. Um, where he's talking, he well, the whole video basically is like it's him with his dad, and uh, apparently, I guess they had kind of like a fragmented uh, relationship growing up. So so in it, like the video, he's what's badass. It's a big ass flex. It's it's like, it's him in his ranch, yeah, living it up, basically singing his music. So that's badass. 
And when the vi video ends, it's a simple video, but it's badass because it's with his dad. It's like, I'm just, I'm the spawn of this man and look what I got. And so when it ends, I, I thought that shit was like a, a beautiful ending to the video. And like that shit, every time I read that shit, like it, it's, it's, it's like real inspiring. And he says this, he's like, my dad came to visit me at one of our ranches in Cody, Wyoming. He talked about his love for fishing and how he would like to come here in the summers. It took me 42 years to realize that my dad was my best friend. He asked me, how many acres is this? I told him 4,000. He replied with these three words, a black man? And like when I re read that shit, I was like, oh, like, like this guy gets it. Like, yeah. stop talking about what you're owed and just take it. Take that shit. Like, take it. And, and keep growing and keep moving up and like there's nothing that's gonna stop you and if you believe and if you actually use your head you'll get there you know what i mean this guy gets it this guy owns his uh, his own basically his clothing line uh well actually it's the name right is is uh, yeezy because yeah. i i know he does it with gap and then his shoes and then and then um his music he's become a cultural icon past hip-hop so yeah. it's like you started as a producer. And still very much doing <coughs> his thing in hip-hop. Yeah. You started as a producer. You became a rapper. You became the uh, uh, a rock star. Because you didn't start out as a rock star rock star. You, you know, you, 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 you got there. Then after that, you're like, all right, cool. Well, I want to change music now. I want to I wanna, I wanna experiment. I want to push the boundaries. Okay, cool. Oh, I want to get into clothing. Okay, cool. I want to build a ranch. Or I want to buy a ranch because I want to become self-sufficient. This is a person that is doing his due diligence to grow. Yeah. And so, yeah, they'll remember him. But you and your little fucking multicultural room, no one's going to remember you because you did nothing in your life. That's That was what you amounted to. Oh, I, I took two white kids from the multicultural room out because I worked five years. I've been in college for five years. Also, I have a PhD in lesbianism. Like, what? Oh, okay, cool. No one was going to remember you because you're fighting the wrong battles and because your mind is not in the right place. And, well, that's that's where we're at in 2021. And the thing is, uh, like a lot of what you said, I think a lot of that is like lost on these types of people. Like it's like yeah. they they wouldn't even like be able to grasp it. Like these are a lot of these are people that like would never own a house, you know, like yeah. you, in many cases, never even own a car. So I, I think the the concept of like property equity ownership it gets lost on them, coupled with the fact that that's not shit that colleges teach. Colleges teach fucking useless shit. Yeah, <coughs> and that's fine. I'm okay with that concept being lost on these people. Yeah, where I have a problem and like where the the stuff starts to get very unreasonable is when your ignorance or your lack of knowledge starts to infringe on other people's lives because yeah. i'm okay if you don't want to strive for anything i'm okay with that yeah my thing is when you push for a government and and, and want that government to perpetuate policies that take from the people that want to strive for something that's where we have a problem and that's where things can get violent and that's where bloodshed can stem from because yes you're a piece of shit you've displayed that okay that's fine you want your multicultural space here have it but in that same vein no 
if and when those two white guys become more successful than those girls, no. if and when, I'm not saying that will happen. I'm saying if and when it does happen, those girls fit the profile of somebody that would vote to tax the shit out of the more successful people yeah. to somehow benefit them because of that entitlement. Exactly. And that's that's where I draw the line. Be a fucking idiot. Be lost. Have no concept of credit, ownership, equity, any of that. But when the... In fact, I'll even give you the sense of entitlement. You could have a sense of entitlement. But once policies are perpetuated to satisfy and fulfill your sense of entitlement by taking away from me and my hard work, nah, that to me, that's... now yeah. you're 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 justifying and you're validating the want for one to be violent because yeah because that's theft yeah <laughs> and not only that but this is the thing the biggest point out of all of this you made men aren't fighting these battles no exactly and, and the thing is if you look at and we were talking about this in pre-production even and I'd like to do and maybe we should maybe we should do an episode we were talking about uh, certain things like if you see some of the stuff that women accept as far as like like in our age group they're willing to accept things that aren't materialized or aren't flushed out or just anybody will say yeah oh pronouns yeah yeah I'm a she her okay but who asked you why are you why are you playing this game whereas Men, at least men our age, not all men our age, because we are millennials, but the older, so our age and older, they're not willing to budge on some of those things. Not every guy. And the older you are, the less you are willing to budge on, like, what? What is this? Who who, who said this? What, uh, 26 genders or 36 genders? What? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here with that well, shit. Well, th- the problem is that there's all around, there's a lack of worldview and, and, uh, and like a lack of worldview, lack of a philosophical outlook yeah. on things. People don't, people don't have that. And the more and more people step away from religion and spirituality, the more they're, you're, they're likely to fall into those things. Because before religion and spirituality used to provide like some sort of guidelines yeah. as far as, you know, philosophy, you know, outlook on life. Um, your value system, yeah, all of that stuff. But but now that that's sort of diminishing, yeah, people are getting it from you know the college classroom, uh, <clears throat> fucking the view. People yeah. are getting it from all of this dumbass shit, and and it and that's the, the, we find ourselves here. Yeah, yeah, and and to be honest, it's like it's things that that shouldn't shouldn't be even like a considered or like some of the shit that that, that those girls run it's like well just ignore that stuff but when enough people get on that yeah. it kind of becomes a a force kind of a force to be reckoned with and you and you see that you see well that that's the thing with what you're saying to piggyback off what you're saying mm-hmm. that's the only reason why those people have any say is because they operate in mobs 
Yeah. Because if you think about it, those people, they never can or you rarely ever see them debate like one on one. They because they don't have the really the logistics or the facts yeah. to back up their arguments. You, Just you, emotions. Yeah, it's all it's all emotions. Because even like in pre-production when we were playing the video, pretty much like instantaneously, every time the girl said something, like in my commentary, like I rebuttaled what she said. It was like instantaneous. It didn't yeah. even like require much of a thought. And that's why you see people like, for instance, uh, Robin D'Angelo, which I don't know if you're familiar with her, but Robin D'Angelo, she wrote the book White Fragility. Yeah. Horrible piece of shit garbage book. But but I read it because, you know, it's important to be informed and know what kind of nonsense these people are on. But um, I, I want to say it was John Stossel. I believe John Stossel did a segment on Robin D'Angelo and he pointed out how she never takes any interviews where they're going to be um, like uh, where they'll counter they'll, they'll have a counter argument to what she says. So it's always like very softball interviews or very friendly interviews. She'll never do a hostile interview or she's turned down so many debates with people. Yeah, because you bank you don't bank off of facts. You don't bank off of logic. Yeah. You're banking off of emotion. <clears throat> and the only way you're able to get this emotion brewing enough yeah. is through mob mentality. Yeah. And, it, and it's funny because, like, you do lose respect for the, these types of people, even if they're not in politics. Because, like, that's one thing I, I don't respect about uh, Drake and Eminem. Is they like in his prime? Because I don't know what what Charlemagne the God has been, but like they would they would never sit down with a guy like Charlemagne the God, who's actually gonna be like, he's gonna challenge you, yeah, you know, and and make you feel uncomfortable, and you know he'll do it to him, and I mean you know he would do it to uh to yeah. Drake, but that's why they don't take these interviews, and it, it's to me it's a sign of weak character because a hundred percent, that's why nobody can legitimately say anything about Trump because that motherfucker took interviews from everybody every which way he sat down with fucking Axios who fucking is 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 a uh, is, uh, left wing HBO garbage he sat down with George Stephanopoulos like dude would sit down with anybody take questions every single day from the hostile press that's character. Yeah. Does Biden do that? No, nah, hell no, Biden doesn't do that. And he wouldn't. Like, you're lucky if you get Jen Psaki or Biden to take one question from Peter Ducey. That's it. Like, that's all we got. That's all we got. Yeah. <laughs> and even then, answers that. It's like, dude, you didn't even answer the question. Yeah. You. Fucking just like jumped around. Uh, 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 yeah, no, no, but we, we did this. Look at that. Look at over there. Look at over there. Oh, yeah. Anyway, it's next crazy, question. though, uh, a little bit of a sidebar, <clears throat> but this Biden administration, Peter Ducey is making himself stand out so much. He's going to like, like if this four years continues, he's going to in four years, he'll be like a legend because yeah. he's literally the only one pressing these people. Yeah only the only one you know he's I, in this I mean, thing called the, the press also he's 
he's out of out of the people that can press them because yeah. because obviously Tucker would press them, Shapiro would press, Crowder would press, but these motherfuckers are would never take an interview with any of those. No, nah, hell no. So out of the people in the press room in these press conferences, Peter Ducey is literally the only one that has the willingness to press these people. Yeah, what was, what was the name of the? Uh, oh yeah, well, I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't want to pronounce, but remember the Asian uh, journalist that will kind of sp- the sparred with with Trump. Uh, if it says it says Weijia Zhang, uh, where remember where she was like, oh, why would you keep saying the China oh, virus? Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what outlet she's from. Yeah, I- I'm not sure, but all I know is where are you at though? Like you were real cool with that, with with, with pressing him. Where's the CNN journalist pressing Biden on oh, certain Jim things. Jim Acosta, yeah. Jim Acosta, where are you at? Oh. Well, yeah, but you didn't expect them to. No, no, you? not at all. But it's just, it's important to point that out. Like, these people, they'll grandstand because they have their views. And listen, you're a journalist. there's no objectivity. Yeah, and, and, and your job is not to have your views. You're a journalist. Press. You press. Do you press these people? No. You grandstand. You know, like Peter Ducey, he's not grandstanding. He's asking legitimate questions. Yeah. Can you and, answer and, me and, that? And to be quite honest, he asks the questions that people want answered. He really does. Yeah. He's he's sort of like Tucker in that way, where Tucker with his segments and Peter Ducey with his questions, they really bring up the things that, yeah. that are really on people's minds. And 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 you get nothing. You get crickets. You give half-ass answers that really don't answer anything, and and well, that's and people people in, in the news are okay with it, just like the Fauci video. Oh, uh, what what about the people who have a natural immunity? Oh, I don't know. Journalists, where are you? Why isn't anyone pressing? Why isn't anyone asking? Yeah. Well, when we talked about that and in, in a segment on a previous episode. As I said, I don't know how that isn't right now the most important asked about circulated clip on the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where media doesn't doesn't want to do their job, and they wonder why the traditional legacy mainstream media is dying. Yeah, yeah. But hey, that's that's what you 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 made your bed laying it. <laughs> well, somebody who is not like the traditional media and is very refreshing is uh tucker carlson and in a recent interview with megan kelly she was she asks him about a segment that he did about the the border patrol and the situation with the haitian immigrants and everything like that and apparently the anti-defamation league is after tucker carlson uh because of uh, I guess a, a theory that he talked about, the great replacement theory in which yeah. uh, you see that politicians, establishment and left-wing politicians are trying to influx people from all over the world uh, of different cultures and, and colors to sort of uh, water down, if you will, the white population and sort of throw off the culture that is American culture. Yeah. And, you know, Tucker brought that up in a segment recently, and apparently the Anti-Defamation League didn't like that very much. 
and they're coming after him. So I'm going to play the clip. Tucker Carlson responds in a way that is very candid, it's very real, it's very authentic, and it coincides perfectly with the last segment in men being men, standing up and express how you really feel about this nonsense. That's a start. You know, it, it's not just expression, actions have to follow it, but the willing the willingness to openly express these things yeah yeah uh and essentially tucker says tucker says fuck them no. and i i think that he's 100 percent right in that so let me play I mean, frankly whatever you get yeah. so much blowback whenever well whenever whatever you do i mean frankly whatever you do you get blowback and today there's there's more blowback on on whether you've been pushing for the great replacement theory and you said that this is going to happen on your show last night sure enough on cue the adl comes out and comes after you um and I wonder if so I'm not on. Uh, I know. That. I don't I even mean, want to be the one to tell you because you do a good job of avoiding I didn't even it. I know that. I mean, what they want you fired. They're pushing. So I don't know if you heard because he kind of said it while she was talking, yeah. but he said, oh, the ADL's coming after. Ah, fuck them. Yeah. What All are your good. Thoughts? Get on that. Well, you know, for us, that's an easy answer. We make rap music, we don't give a fuck. We never did. We literally have a song. Go play it. I mean, shit, great ass song. Middle fingers up, you know. That's that's the so we know what we're on, and so to me, when someone gets on that shit, yeah, I'm all for it. Like, tell them how you really feel, just like they tell you how they really feel. You know, I don't give a fuck. Fuck you. How about that? Uh, Yeah, all right. Something's waiting for you. These. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, and 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 what's great about telling them how you really feel is. I'm going to tell you how I really feel. And the minute that you respond to how I really feel with sensitivity or, oh, you want to tone it down or whatever have you, or now you want to have a civilized conversation, I still have reason, facts, and logics to fall back on. So I could tell you how I really feel. And be and be uh, uh, boisterous and 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 loudmouth and, and everything like that. But at the end of the day, I actually have something to back up my position. Yeah. I actually have something to back up this display of hubris, if you will. You display that on a regular and constant basis, but you have nothing yeah. to back it up. Yeah. And that's why it's important. To match that energy, which is yeah. what Tucker is doing, because it's like once you start matching that energy, now it's like, all right, well, now there's a, 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 a an aggressive and a hostile clash. Yeah. So if you don't want that aggressive and hostile clash or it's too much for you or you in some cases might find yourself outnumbered, just yeah. like many people on the other side at time have found themselves outnumbered by the mob. And now you want to tone it down and let's try to talk it out well what do you have to fall back on you have nothing to fall back on that's why the other side relies so much on that and that's why this side needs to start relying on that a little bit more not fully rely on it but utilize it 
By no means is that a call for violence because I right away we could get flagged or, or complaints on the show. That's not a call for violence or anything like that. That's matching the same energy. Exactly. Exactly. I thought we embody that in, in that song. Again, when we make music, I think when we when we do when we write, that's kind of like the approach we take. Like that's the pro- that's why I feel hip hop is like the greatest genre at its best not necessarily now but at its best is when you when you're in your face like in, in someone's face like Tiller Hurts literally that's exactly what it was middle fingers up we don't give a fuck I got money in my pocket you can't stop it lord yeah. you can't stop it like that's but but the thing is is what's behind that oh how do we operate we operate with because that's how men um, and anyone that's chasing anything not just men but men men feel better when they push themselves to new heights yeah oh I made a song oh I made a music video oh I bought some real estate oh I invested in the stock market oh I talked to this chick oh so all these things they give you that confidence right yeah. and I feel that that that's with him like you said reason logic the numbers don't lie yeah. He's the biggest rated cable show when it comes to that, and there's nothing that you can do about it. Yeah, You hate that, and you want to say, oh, I don't like what he says. Well, a hell of a lot more people like what he says than other people. Or come on the show and debate me. You exactly. Won't do, you won't do it. Yeah. All right. Shut up and dribble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which actually, LeBron, they asked him about the vaccine. Hush about it. I don't know. I'll talk to my family about it and ends up, end, ends up getting it. So political, not willing to have a conversation about it, not willing to. You're a waste. But anyway, that's beside the point. Yeah, I didn't, I I don't <coughs> expect anything. Yeah. Other than that from him. Yeah. So so to me, it's like, well, Tucker Tucker's gonna remain on top, and I love that he has that sentiment. That's the most base shit you could do. Keep doing it, because you know that the other side is not willing to sit down and have a conversation. You know. And if you notice, real motherfuckers like Bill Maher, they are willing to have that conversation. Yeah. And that's why if he has anything to say, if Bill Maher said anything like that, I don't think Tucker would be like, fuck him. He'd be like, oh, really? All right. Well, let's invite him to the show. And Bill Maher would go. Yeah. Or Tucker would go to his show. I respect that shit. I respect it because it's like, well, okay, these these people are going to debate about it. And they both make valid points at times. Yeah. So that's cool. That's fine. But the other people are just the other people until they get into the arena. Let's let's ball up. Let's and, see what you're and, about. And that yeah. philosophy that you're displaying is the philosophy that everybody needs to display. It's like, yeah. well, when something is being said, look at if they're able to back up what they're saying. And if they're not able to back up what they're saying, then maybe you should not take it as fact or maybe you should not take it in at all and juxtapose it compare it to what the people are saying that are able to back it up yeah well one time it was funny because you told me about a situation where a guy kept saying yeah build the fucking wall build the fucking wall and you were like okay well whatever and then you started pressing on him like oh well why why would one build a wall 
And like, dude was just so basic with the whole build the wall shit. Yeah. And you broke down his argument. And you're like, this is a goofy. Like, he don't know why the fuck he wants a wall built. Yeah, like, even though, like, we are <coughs> on that particular issue, yeah. we are on the same side of the issue. I'm able to back up why I'm on the side of this issue versus him who was not able to back up why he's on the side of the issue. And that's also important, too. It's not just necessarily somebody agreeing with you for the sake of agreeing with you. No, like, well, why are they agreeing with you? What is the legitimacy behind their argument? Are they even able to articulate the legitimacy behind their argument or are they just saying some shit regurgitating some shit that somebody else said that's what you have you don't have it as much on the right yeah. but it still exists which is the perfect example is the one you just gave yeah. like like that and and I had to because yeah dude like I don't care that we're on the same side because he even in the in the little uh, back and forth we had he even said something along the lines of oh well, we're on the same side yeah, but that's not what this is about. Yeah. Like, you are actually delegitimizing, air quotations, our side. You're yeah. delegitimizing yeah. it because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You're just saying shit. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's well, if you don't know what the fuck you're talking about on either side, sit your ass the fuck down right. and learn. Right. Yeah. You don't have the wherewithal for these sorts of conversations, which is fine. Sit back. Learn if you want to, or if you don't want to learn, also that's your prerogative. But stay out of this yeah. shit. Yeah, because you're clearly like saying shit just to say shit, and 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 you're not really helping, and you're just a dumb fuck. Like that. That's at the end. Like if you can't, if you just say something and and don't actually do the due diligence of finding out why it is that you believe that, shut the fuck up. Like you don't know what you're talking about. Get out of here. Get out of here! It's like, because I, you, there's no, there's no point in in you even being part of this conversation, and and that's another thing too is people. Trump brought that out of people, in the sense of he made politics. The forefront of culture, and because of it, you do get a lot of those people, that because it's the cool thing to talk about. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I, I get it. It's cool, and I'm glad that people have eyes on politics, but also have an opinion that's rooted in facts and philosophy and what you think and why you think that. And 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 formulated from a place of authenticity and formulated from a place of something that you actually believe in. You know, have an original thought about some of this stuff. It's not just oh well. This is what I heard on The View. This is what I heard on CNN. This is what I heard on MSNBC. No, have an original thought. Yeah. Even if that original thought isn't necessarily what the majority of the people on your side of the political aisle agree on or agree with, that's okay because it's an original thought. Like we've displayed many times on this show, a lot of times we've gone against what people would be like is is our political side of the aisle we've gone against it because it we our original thoughts based around it didn't agree with it yeah 
Like yeah, like the uber cons- conservative types would not like our stance on on abortion. on many things. No, or like establishment conservatives. No, yeah. absolutely not. You would, you would not like it. And, and honestly, like there are certain things that the more you live, you realize ah maybe I might change my mind on that because you're a person that's learning all the time. Yeah, and you might be like. What I thought at this point is not what I think now because I know a little bit more or yeah. I've seen some shit. And so that's part of being your own person and, and having your thoughts and having uh, and taking information from everybody and, and having an opinion on it based on, uh, on your scope of things. And I respect that because that means that you're actually not only do you do, do you follow this stuff like politics culture but then you also have your thoughts on it and why and the philosophy behind the why right yeah and and, and that's that's nice and, and um and I feel like we we enjoy that from people the why regardless is of who yeah yeah and Sometimes regardless of the who's why on the is side. the most important yeah question exactly and how do you get the why's by, by people that differ differ in your opinion or bring up something that you never thought about, right? I remember when you told me about the Wheat Waffles uh, page for, for, from uh, from uh, uh, YouTube. We don't agree with that, but we find that shit quite interesting yeah. when it comes to, like, the black pill, red pill, blue pill uh, stuff, like the MGTOW stuff. I find that very interesting because it tells you something. It, it teaches you what these people are thinking what uh, what 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 is the view on masculinity what are men thinking about why is this even a movement right now yeah and and people get so scared of things like that because they're, they're gonna say oh uh, uh, the, the uh, all right people all right people red pills all right and and you're doing yourself a disservice because you're not actually sitting down and being like oh well that's a valid point that's a valid point that's a valid point um when we saw the Jordan Peterson and and uh, I forget the other guy, the he's like real left. Uh, uh fuck, fuck. like Slavos Jesus or something like that. Yeah, like and and, and uh, Jordan Peterson was stumped. I was, I, you know, I wasn't like, oh yeah, he got stumped. Oh, the other guy's right. No, but it was like maybe the guy said something that kind of made Jordan Peterson think. Yeah, and Jordan Peterson is is enough of a person that that is open to to new thoughts that. Yeah, you know he had to stop a moment. Maybe he was stuck a little I, bit. I think, though, like with a lot of that stuff, and like what you were just talking about, is a lot of times people they want to be involved in the conversation, but they don't really want to give the conversation the type of thought that it requires. Yeah, because it takes time. Like it takes time to formulate a uh a. Uh, a well flushed out theory it takes time to formulate a well flushed out position on something also if you're really going to get busy in like a back and forth or a debate with somebody uh, that that holds opposing views to you you like really get busy it takes time to research you know yeah yeah, like and that's just an everyday talk like it's one thing to like prep for like a debate which i have and and it it took me uh, many hours to prep yeah. for debate. But then just in like everyday things that I come across, it's like, okay, I read something. And like, oh, okay, that's interesting. And then it's like, all right, well, how do I feel about this? 
And then you, it, it really is like a rabbit hole of yeah. watching videos or reading articles, or maybe you're so into the subject that you buy a book on it because it's like, oh, and, you know, you want to learn something. But what comes with that is being able to accurately talk about that stuff yeah, and being able to back it up with true and valid information. But... Like I always say on this show, we does this. A lot of people like they just want to be in that conversation, but yeah. don't know don't know anything, which is not good. That's not a good way to be. Like for instance, when I hear people talk about like sports and statistics and all of that stuff, like yeah, like there's certain sports I like, there's certain players that I rock with, but that's a conversation that I largely sit down, sit back, and shut the fuck up because I don't know about it. I'm gonna yep. look like a fucking fool, like. I will say, I will talk about something that I do know, like for instance, every so often, like maybe somebody talks about basketball and like, yeah, right now I don't follow or keep up with basketball, but they might talk about a team or a game or a series in a particular year that I really did keep up with basketball and I can interject and be like, well, no, because that team had this guy and this and this and that. But if that's not the situation, if that's not the case, and we're talking about stuff that I don't know about or I don't have the information to back up what I'm going to say, I'm going to sit down and shut up because why? Yeah. I'm not un- I'm not biased about it. I'm, obje- I'm objective. Oh, maybe yeah. that team is better. Maybe that team is better. But no, there's people that get so biased about it. It's yeah. like, no, you're not going to talk about that team. You're not going to say that. And that because yeah. this team and this team, and then they're going to make up stuff and be so emotional and just conjure any sort of yeah. poorly n- unfounded argument because it's coming from a place of emotion. Yeah. Such as the stuff with the jab and, and, and the virus. It's like you want to argue these points, but you want to argue from the point of your fear and what makes you feel safe. But your emotions and your fear, if not backed up by rational thought and critical thinking, are just that. Right. Your emotions and fears. It's emotions and fear. And then you're not doing your part to quell the emotions and fear by citing the study in Israel, by citing the fact that Fauci has flip flopped so many times, by citing the fact that Fauci won't answer questions about natural immunity. Like, so because you're so biased and rather than be objective about it and be like, okay, well, yes, I'm emotional and I'm fearful, but rather than me being clenched to this emotion and this fearfulness, maybe I should start looking at this a little bit open-mindedly. Maybe I should start looking at this a little bit more objectively. And maybe I should start considering the fact that yeah, he won't answer questions about natural immunity. Yeah. Yeah, the ratio of kids that die from COVID is super, super, super low. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, he's flip-flopped several times. Yeah, uh, uh, Pfizer has a history of putting out bad uh, products. Yeah. That's looking at things objectively. And... They should be viewed that way because that's and that's information that's very necessary for whenever that happened to now. These are things that actually happened. Those are things that you have to have in the back of your head when making a decision about your body because you're putting something in it that you're not quite sure. How is this working? 
Who is this Fauci character? Has he been right before? Has he been wrong before? Is he very political? Did he want to write a book in the middle of a pandemic to self serve self uh, to serve his own self interest? Like these are things that you you look at. And you're like, okay, well, I'm gonna fall back. And then and then the the the, the logic of it, right? Like, and we talk about this all the time because it's just that part is skipped. The natural immunity situation. It's like. That's such a big void in, 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 in this argument is like a lot of the people that have already had it don't need this thing. But is that really the issue here or is it that, no, these companies want to make money and this guy is in their pocket and this guy wants to push something? And yeah, yeah you know, like and that, so so then you got to look at it from that perspective. You know, all of these are things to think about mm-hmm. and you should think while it's still legal (laughs) and that's a segue into our next segment in which uh rihanna was in new york city wearing a t-shirt that said think while it's still legal it's uh the t-shirt itself is white the letters are blue they it has stars and there's a red line in it so red white and blue stars think while it's legal um Definitely not a shirt that I ever expected <laughs> Rihanna to wear. Um, I don't really know much about her politics, <coughs> but Rihanna yeah. has never really struck me as as based or in the know when it comes to these sorts of things. She's always just struck me as, oh, I'm here to make money and yeah. I wear I wear fancy clothes and you know yeah. I put out albums and stuff like that. Like I'm not I'm not particularly a, a fan of Rihanna. Yeah. But her wearing that shirt, it might mean nothing. You know, it might just be something she pulled off the rack or somebody gave her to wear. Yeah. I don't think that's the case, especially now in the political atmosphere. Uh, then also after everything that just happened with the whole Nicki Minaj situation. Yeah. And her displaying that she just simply wants to be informed about yeah. what she's putting in her body and therefore she's gonna think about it what's your take on it well she's pretty cool with nikki and so i i think in a world where fashion statements matter which is hollywood she she wore that on purpose um i don't think it was like oh i just wear whatever i just don't see that being the case but I think I think it's it's cool that that that's something that 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 she uh, wore because we do live in the times of kind of unprecedented situations where what you think can ban- get you banned can get you canceled can make you go to Twitter jail and Facebook jail. And all you're really saying in some of these posts is you're questioning the status quo. Right. If you think um. and you and you express it, for instance, the in in the recent episode where we discuss the Nicki Minaj situation, and she discusses, she talks about how she's uh, thinking about whether or not to get the jab because of. A situation that transpired with her cousin's friend in Trinidad and and him having 
some yeah. what they think is side effects from the jab and then MSNBC's Joy Reid essentially attacking her yeah. for it because she expressed that. But all she did was say that everybody should think about it, do their own research, and make their own decision. So essentially, Joy Reid was attacking her for telling people that they should think about it. Yeah. Thought police. And it's interesting because now if what you said is accurate and Rihanna is also making a statement in in let's let's call it uh solidarity with with Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Joy Reid has really sort of put herself in a corner here because these are people that you would naturally think would be on your side of the political aisle yeah. with millions and millions of fans and you on your grandstanding virtual signaling shit caused this backlash. Like, this wouldn't even been a thing. Rihanna and Nicki Minaj with these two big platforms and because you were a stupid bitch, like, you really, like, (laughs) sparked this shit. Think about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what an idiot. It's like some Three Stooges shit. It is, but, again, we're living in Orwellian times. So, in, in these times, yeah, you gotta pick sides. So now you you chose that this route, which is I want enemies, and and, and thinking that yeah. Nicki Minaj would bend the knee to you, no, and she didn't. Got even louder. Fucking posted a clip of Tucker. Now, if like I, now I want to know is Joy Reid gonna do a segment on Rihanna? Yeah, you know, and yeah. are you gonna further put yourself in the trick bag? Yeah. This is what you cause, yeah. and because your side is so used to everybody bending the knee or Hollywood being on your side, well, what starts to happen when they're not on your side? Yeah. What starts to happen when they decide, oh, they want to think for themselves? Because yeah. Nicki Minaj is big, but and but Rihanna is even bigger. Rihanna, I think now she's a billionaire, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, she's 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 massive. I mean, she's a super superstar. So now, so now, look at look at what you've created. You know. Yeah, but I mean, these are the people, and, and I respect that. Like I said, I don't listen, uh, or like you said, you're not a fan of her. I don't listen to her music. I don't know much about her. I don't know much about Nikki, really. Um, but you respect what they're on because what they're on right now is bigger than their music and their sales, and they're willing to, to really push the boundaries on that front because a lot of Hollywood is a lot of bitch-made-ass people. Yeah. And so you see Kanye is not bitch-made. You see Rihanna, obviously, is not bitch-made. Nicki Minaj is not bitch-made. They don't care. They're individuals. They have their thoughts. If you try and say, uh, this is how you got to think, no, fuck that. Let me tell this to my 20 million uh, followers. Let me tell this to my 30 million followers. Last time when we went to the Donda listening event, in Soldier Field, what did we see? We saw white people, we saw black people, we saw Indian people, we saw Mexicans, we saw black people, we saw short people, we saw t- we saw everybody. And, and what was it that Kanye was did? He brought out one artist that was trying to that that that, that they were trying to cancel culture yeah. because of supposedly saying homophobic stuff. Yeah. And then another artist who they're also trying to cancel culture. Yeah. You know, with the whole Me Too, Me Too thing. Yeah. Never At the cared. Same time, yep. Never cared. These are the people that culturally are very important 
to the fabric of our society because they're willing to have their own mind. Yeah. Whether whether again, whether you're a fan, whether you're not, like these people are actually pushing boundaries culturally and it's important to take note of these moments and be like, "Wow, I respect that." Whether or not you like them. You know, it's funny about the whole uh th- the concept of think while it's still legal. There's a South Park episode, I don't know if you've seen it, where, I don't know the name of the episode, but it's an episode where, uh, essentially, it's like a, a social media site, it's called Shitter, comes out, yeah, and the social media site, like, it, you install antennas in your body so that whatever thought you think, yeah, it instantly, like, gets broadcasted, so it's like Twitter, but instead of, like, you <laughs> actually know. having to, like choose what you like choose out of what you think to actually type and and post yeah your unfiltered thoughts are always just being broadcasted but the only motherfucker is in the episode that that uh are willing to get it is cartman and fucking alec baldwin which alec baldwin as people know (laughs) he has a history with having saying like very uh awful things that like if it was anybody else they would have been canceled but because he's on the left He's able to get away with it. And it's just funny because I watched that episode recently. (laughs) And uh, the the whole episode was really about the NSA and, like, the government spying on people. Like, looking at their their profiles and and their their social media feeds and everything like that. And as I watched it recently, I remember that Alec Baldwin has such a staunch history with that type of shit. Because I remember... Yeah. Years ago, I referenced Alec Baldwin in one of our tracks, and yes, yeah, yeah. and and and, uh, and like I, I, yes, we're here. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're here. Yeah, we're here. I reference him, and yeah. it's like, damn, like this motherfucker's been on this because I've referenced him before about yeah. being on. But it's so funny because in the episode, he says the most outlandish shit. Like he'll be, he's out somewhere, and like he, he physically not moving his mouth, yeah. but the thing broadcasts the thoughts, and it, yeah. and he'll say, it, I think there was one thing where he said, uh, 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 he's like, there's these two fucking faggots at some some village in New York. They make great breakfast sandwiches. It's like <laughs> that is some Alec Baldwin yeah. shit. And then, uh, and then, um. What he, there's another one in the episode where he's like he's like I once borrowed my brother's dick to fuck Daryl Hannah. Wow, <laughs> <Like, laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's just all this weird shit. And then and then later on he references the 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 sandwich people again. He's like he's like uh, I wanted was it Kim Basinger? He's like uh, Kim Basinger snatch tastes so good it'll give those two fucking faggots a run for their money. <laughs> <laughs> What? Just wild shit. But it's so funny. What they season like, was this on? I don't remember, but it, it, it's it's it's. Uh, if you Google like yeah, uh, Alec Baldwin, uh, Alec Baldwin, South Park shitter. Yeah, uh, like yeah, it'll probably come up. <laughs> that shit is very funny, and it, it just rem- you know what we're talking about reminded me of it. Oh yeah, South Park is great. Yeah, but and and in on that episode, which was years ago, yeah. they essentially are talking about what what we're talking about now. Like yeah thoughts being broadcast and it's like oh you know the government spying and and everything like that and so in this particular case we're not necessarily talking about the government spying on what you post or whatever but we are talking about cancel culture and mobs of people that seem to object when people have independent thoughts and and some of these cancel culture people are on mainstream media 
Yeah. And that was Joy Reid, and she displayed that, and it seems like now this this whole thing is backfiring on her. Yeah, and because... And it's going to be very interesting yeah. how it pans out in the end. Yeah. You, you, might, you might have started a civil war in Hollywood, in a, in a way, it like, depends. In a sense, yeah. Yeah, and and that to me, that that's not a realm that you should have been messing with because if you would have just kind of been like, oh, whatever. Because now what are you yeah. going to do? Because for years, your side has had these people. Yeah. But now, because you poked the bear and you were so you were so on your high horse and entitled thinking, oh, well, I'm going to virtue signal and I'm going to put Nicki Minaj <laughs> in her place. Well, nah. she didn't bend the knee and she didn't go in her place now what happens? Yep. Now I know what happens. B- Big Mel Gibson is gonna have the same shirt Rihanna has with a Nicki Minaj album on his hand. <laughs> <laughs> that, Look what you done did. That, that picture would go viral. Actually, if Mel Gibson was planning a comeback right now, that would be like the perfect thing to do. <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh, like dude. If Mel Gibson had like a movie he was directing yeah. right, like with Yeezys on, <laughs> Yeezys, a Nicki Minaj album, and the, the, that rea- and a MAGA hat <laughs> and a MAGA hat. <laughs> oh, dude, the comeback it begins. <laughs> Crazy. Hell yeah! Crazy. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody will be interested in, please share it with them. We're on all podcast platforms. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.